This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Women are becoming increasingly health conscious, especially during pregnancy. Pregnant women should question all that they consume, for example, caffeine, alcohol, and even strong cleaning agents, to protect their womb. We should also question traditional glucose beverages that were invented in the 1960s when the use of BVO, artificial dyes, artificial flavoring, BHA, sodium benzoates, and GMOs were commonplace. The fresh test has exactly 50 grams of glucose, yet is void of unnecessary additives. It's also delicious. This is a product the whole family would love. When given an option, 9 out of 10 women choose the fresh test over pharmaceutical brand Glucola, writes Dr. Ralph Mayer. Valeria Tellez interviews Jacqueline Ramsey. She is the founder of The Fresh Test, LLC, a natural femtech company based in Los Angeles. She started her career in Fortune 500 medical companies. Although she respects Big Pharma, she hopes fresh tests spike in the market share will ignite a shift away from earnings calls. She is backed by a medical board of advisors ranging from OBGYNs, dietitians, midwives, and medical doctors in her pursuit of strengthening the patient voice and bringing mother nature back into products. Jackie was inspired by her firstborn son, When she was pregnant with her son, she was at a loss looking for healthy alternatives for the glucose load test. She could not believe there were so many women who were seeking healthier alternatives, yet there were no options for which providers were advocating. When her son was six months old, she decided to leave an international job where she flew to a new country every couple of weeks. It was her dream job, but it felt wrong leaving her growing family at home. She decided she could still have a dream job. She knew she needed to create it though. With her baby by her side, she started creating a product she longed for during her pregnancy so other mothers would not have to go through the same battles. Now it is her goal to continue improving her product line, never forgetting the consumer because not long ago, she was in their shoes. Meet Jacqueline at thefreshtest.com. Here's the interview with Jacqueline Ramsey. words. Who am I speaking with today? (laughs) Hi, my name is Jackie Ramsey, and I am the founder of The Fresh Test. And more importantly, I am a mama of two. I have a three-year-old and five-year-old. I've been married now for 12 years. I met uh, my soulmate out in Sao Tome, Africa, and we've lived here in Los Angeles ever since. 
What is life to you? Life to me is an absolute miracle. I'm in complete awe over life all around us. I think we all probably feel that way. Something unique for me, I've always felt since I was a little kid that everything has life to it. You know, obviously the plants, water molecules, um, you know, but even stationary things. Like I do feel that there is life within rocks, within, you know, the matter that makes our earth. And then who knows, maybe the materials that we're using that came from these plants and earth materials, perhaps they still have life in them as well. So I'm very much in awe of life. I do believe it is an absolute gift from God and that, you know, we're all spiritual souls. What do you think is the opposite of life? What's opposite of life is, it's almost kind of hard to talk about. It's dark. It's um, possibly just a complete void, right? An absence of feeling. I was thinking originally maybe pain could be the absence of, or the opposite of life, but really pain can have a lot of purpose and you can find joy within pain. So it's more of like pain without relief, pain without hope, and, you know, just the absence of all heart, love, soul, a light, life. What is the purpose of the human experience? So for me, the purpose of the human experience is, you know, it's it's a mystery. It's a beautiful mystery that I don't think we'll ever know until we meet, you know, our creator. Uh, but for me, it's really to just grow our faith as much as possible. And while we're here on earth to to learn, to hear from God, to um, increase our wisdom as much as possible and to really shine our light and love over everybody and over situations. And just like in every action we do, try our best to bring the light and the love forward and see where that takes us. And, you know, all the while just to, just to listen and hear from God what we need to do and, and how we can show our faith. At this time, what is the purpose of your life? So the purpose of my life right now, I feel, is, I mean, mostly to, to love and bond with my family, to just love on them as much as possible, and to build strength in the recent tools that I've learned. I know we all have different seasons and chapters of our life. Last year for me was a very tough one. And I learned so much through it and I got, I just feel so empowered. And so now to just use those new skills and to just keep strengthening them and not lose them. And really right now to just find joy in every little thing, every big thing. I have a lot of purpose in my career. I need to take some major leaps of faith and also just to kind of grow with humility, grow my joy and 
uh, you know, as much as I can. What are some of the greatest misconceptions about happiness, in your opinion? Yeah, so I actually had a lot of misconceptions about happiness, I think, for decades. Um, I would often, my my wish every birthday was, I just want to be happy. I always want to be happy. And I think I just felt it like it's a fleet. I felt like it was a fleeting thing that it could come and go so quickly. And I wanted to just grab onto it and hang on to it and, and white knuckle it. And I felt like things had to be absolutely perfect in order to have that happiness. And I feel like all of that is a misconception. Now I truly believe that happiness can be harnessed within ourselves and we can have and we can find and tap into that happiness at any moment, wherever we are, whether we're in a jail, whether we're dealing with a huge loss or going through a huge trial, I think we can find sparks of joy, of happiness, and knowing that God is with us and that, you know, especially when we are in alignment, I think we truly can find that happiness at any time of our lives. What do you love most about being in a human body? <laughs> so I love just feeling my body. I love stretching. I love feeling my muscles when they're sore after a workout. I love being able to feel and grasp and hold on to nature and to smell nature. I love hugs and kisses and being able to feel that connection. I do feel like kisses can transfer an enormous amount of information that we haven't even um, understood yet. So I love that. I love um, learning from our bodies. What is healing to you? So I have to say nature and water, whether it's consuming water or being in water is very healing for me. Um, the gospel, the, the written word of God is very healing. I love to listen to sermons and podcasts around that to help me get centered and grounded and let go of the worldly stressors that may not be necessary and, and just, you know, reclaim a lightness. And uh, my children are very, very healing to me. It's just being able to giggle and play on the floor brings me back to myself. What is the meaning of freedom to you? What is to be free? So initially, when I think of freedom, I kind of think back about, you know, certain transitions in my life where I wasn't tied to school or wasn't tied to a company. I was like in that middle ground of like a short little sabbatical and just feeling free to do whatever I wanted, right? And recently, I feel like we can harness that at any moment. We are completely free to do whatever we like at any time. I, as soon as I made the decision to go full throttle with my startup versus working at a company that I absolutely adored. I felt alive, like on a cellular level. I didn't actually quit yet, but I just felt completely free. And that day that I had that overwhelming um, feeling, I said, I just felt like 
I need to hang on to this. You can have that feeling anywhere you want, in any situation you want. And it's such an alive feeling. And in some respects, it's almost kind of like letting go where, um, you know, we realize we don't have control over exactly how things are going to go. And you just kind of admit that you just, you don't know the way and you're free to move however you feel, you know, God is leading you. At this time, what is the world's greatest need? And also, do you have a vision for a new reality? So this is a big one. Um, I personally feel that there's two things that kind of need to be healed in the world. And one is families and you know, generational issues. I truly believe that families should live together. I, When I traveled to Portugal years ago, I loved how that was really um, striking. I could see generations living together, everyone staying together. I unfortunately don't have that right now because I live so far away from my extended family, but I crave it. And I feel like there is something to be learned from older generations and younger generations. And there are generational obstacles that need to be healed. And so I think there's, that's one thing. And another thing is letting go of of pride and getting more humility in the world. I think just kind of our media and entertainment really celebrates certain things that maybe shouldn't have so much value. I feel like core values need to be revisited for children and for adults. We need to really get back to what matters and ultimately you know, I worry about the younger generations and everybody right now post-COVID around everyone's hope. Hope, I believe, is our anchor um, for our souls. And so we're always going to have struggles and you know troubled waters. But if we don't have hope, we're going to just potentially lose ourselves. And that's where I worry that there's a rise in depression and suicide. And I think it really goes back to, you know, where is our anchor? And so I'd love to see that, you know, improve as much as possible. What is your understanding and idea of love? So for love, I've always been in love with love. It was like growing up, seeing all the fairy tales of people finding their soulmates. I always had that hope that right around the corner, I'd find that soulmate and I'd fall madly in love. And I mean, I honestly loved it. It was just such a fun ride to just like put all, your whole self into things. But now that I am 39, I do look at it a little bit different. I feel like love, you can have love for everyone. And I feel like we should have love for everyone. There are certain traits, characteristics that are so unique to each individual. Um, when I'm having like a tough business meeting or a tough situation in general, I think about just loving that person, wrapping my arms around them. Um, if I can't get there, sometimes I think of them as like a little kid and just loving on them. 
And I don't know what it does, but it, it just changes the tone of that conversation. You know, some, somehow they can feel that or it just changes, you know, intonations or um, things of that nature. But I really do feel we all need to have love for one another, no matter the differences. And as far as, you know, finding the soulmate, I find, I feel like if, Someone's smile makes you smile from ear to ear. I mean, that's it. There's nothing better. What is inner peace to you? I get, I feel like a lot of peace when I feel completely aligned, aligned with what I feel God is directing me towards um, and that God is using me and where I'm not controlling. And like I said before, white knuckling it, just kind of surrendering yet having a beautiful vision of what's to come. What, where, and who is God to you? God is everything to me. It is the best. He is the best part of my life. Um, it's the best part of my marriage. It's the best part of the conversations I have with my children. It brings such amazing values and Uh, a moral compass to my life. And I've never been happier than when I'm the closest with God. And so what I believe is, you know, God is the creator of all, that the Bible is the word of the Lord, um, and God is in all of us. What is to be spiritual? And what is spirituality? For spirituality, I just feel like it's hearing from God, you know, meditating, being in prayer, feeling our heart leading us versus our mind, and just having a relationship with God. I think it's just so incredible when you can trust your gut instinct, your maternal instinct, and that you're just open to the wisdom that God has and leaning less into like worldly things. How do you define success? What is to be successful to you? So success's definition really changes over the years. Um, right now, I feel really thankful that I've gotten to a, a better spot where I believe success, you know, is being, having loving family around us, friends, having a fulfilling career, health, feeling kind, receiving kindness, and really being and being loving in all that we do. That is true success. So why did you choose to do what you do? So I, I feel that we are in large part a culmination of all of our experiences. And so it's really interesting to think back, like, how did we get here, right? Um, I chose to be in the healthcare industry from a young age, you know, right after high school, I kind of dabbled in everything. I kept coming back to healthcare and it was like in my bones. My mom was a nurse and I loved seeing her care for people. I loved seeing that side. And so that probably uh, swayed me a lot. And then, you know, it's, I feel like throughout our life, there's, 
there's like guiding lights, like as reference points, like there's certain things that we just glom onto and have so much love for or interest. And I see it in my kids. There's certain things that are going to kind of imprint on our brain that we'll always remember, right? And so for me, that was a lot of healthcare talk. It was um, talking business strategy with my dad, who was a manager for a bus company. I loved that. Fortuitously, how I got to where I am today. How did you become a writer? So how I became, I like to call it a mompreneur uh, of the Fresh Test, the founder of the Fresh Test is, is like I mentioned before, I just had like a very serendipitous moment. Um, when I was pregnant with my son six years ago, I went in for a gestational diabetes test. All women are, are required to do that in their second and third trimester to determine if they have diabetes or not um, when they're pregnant. And the product that they gave me to drink, it was a glucose beverage, I was fairly shocked by. I, I had 15 years of experience in both diabetes, endocrinology, and obstetrics. So I had worked in the medical device space for a long time, and specifically in these two worlds. And I was like, whoa, 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 this is this is crazy. The product that they had given me was formulated back in, in the 1970s and had a lot of additives that I didn't feel comfortable consuming at a very critical time of pregnancy. And so right then and there, I was like, this is what I'm doing. I kind of knew, I felt like I had the right background. There were tons of obstacles in the way, but I felt like I wanted to tackle it. What was the inspiration, intention, and purpose of writing your book? I really wanted to help educate women and, and help empower them at a really cool time of pregnancy. I myself, when I went in for my gestational diabetes test, I really felt at a disadvantage, I guess. I didn't, I didn't have enough information and I felt like I was being told something that didn't feel right with my body. And it was at a time in my life where I really wanted to listen to my body and my new motherly, you know, instincts. And so I wanted to really empower women to help them be strong, to help them have a choice when they're doing uh, one of the screening tests in pregnancy. Talk to me for a moment about the services you offer. Yeah, so I came up with the Fresh Test a handful of years ago. It's a natural glucose beverage. So anytime someone needs to be screened for diabetes, um, specifically gestational diabetes, they have to consume a beverage. And I've made an organic natural version. So I felt like, why not bring Mother Nature, you know, healthy, clean ingredients back into pharmaceutical <laughs> products. Um, so that's my mission now. We hope to launch a lot more products in the future that has that same purpose. Where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services, and future projects? Yeah, so you can find out more information at the website, thefreshtest.com, or on Instagram at the Fresh Test. 
And you'll find lots of amazing unpaid testimonials from midwives, OBGYNs, labs, patients themselves. And it's just really cool to see everyone getting behind the product and supporting uh, a woman-founded business. We're almost at the end of our conversation, and I have two final questions for you. If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing the body, would you make any change in your life or do anything in a different way? That's so interesting to think about. But if I were, you know, to do anything different, I would actually, one, I'd really want to eat healthier I already do eat really healthy, but that's something that comes to mind that I want to feel my best at every moment that I could. I want to connect more with my friends in person and with my family. Really want my children to be around their cousins and their family as much as possible. So I would love to foster that more and show more love to my husband. When we moms have little ones, you often get distracted and I want to I want to show him how much I love him. And um one thing I have thought of when this question came up is I would love to take a sabbatical like every 5 years. I feel like uh, screw retirement. I don't know if I necessarily believe in retirement, but having a break to get realigned and back to what matters every, you know, five years sounds lovely. What are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? I, I believe, I know for sure that faith can move mountains. It's incredible what can be done uh, with God with us. And I definitely, I do feel that the Bible is the living word of God. I know for sure that love is at the core of every human being, every life. And that this interview was a very good reflection. I know that for sure. (laughs) So thank you so much for your time. I've had so much fun. Thank you so much for your presence, for sharing your wisdom and doing what you do. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Jacqueline Ramsey and her work, please visit thefreshtest.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.